Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald, bringing you some more Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I wanted to uh, share a couple of stories first. I thought they were pretty funny. So, last night, I'm watching Family Feud. Well, you know, the night before I recorded this. And there's two men that go up and, you know, they have to hit the buzzer and give their answer. Okay, so... This is this is what Steve Harvey read off of the card, okay? He says, We asked 100 women to name a furry animal costume you'd like your man to wear to bed. And the two guys, like, they looked completely stumped. They did not know how to answer this question. And all of a sudden, one just hits the buzzer, looks Steve Harvey dead in the eye, and he says... Cinderella. And Steve Harvey has this look like, what did he just say? And the guy looks at him and he says, Cinderella again. So Steve Harvey, still looking like he's in utter disbelief, turns around and says, Cinderella. No. Then he looks to the other guy, the one who didn't answer, and that guy, he says, Tinkerbell. And again, Steve Harvey is this, I cannot believe this is happening look on his face. So he turns around and says, Tinkerbell, no. And then they go to um, the side the first guy is on, went to the next, con the next contestant there. And she gave an actual answer, like a furry animal answer. It was wrong, then it shifted again, and they got the points, and I just, it was so funny. Name a furry animal costume. Cinderella. Tinkerbell. Like, really? <laughs> and I'm, re I'm recording this in mid-September, and 9-11 was just last week, the anniversary of 9-11. I'm at work, and my boss comes up, and he gets my co-workers and I, well, now ex-co-workers, long story, he uh, gets all three of us together, and he says, hey, I left something at home, I had, I had to run home and get this, but on my way back, I'm listening to Fox News, and they said there was a terrorist attack on the Pentagon in a financial center in New York, and they think planes may have been involved. And I, I looked at, at the, the guy that sits next to me, or sat next to me, and we're like, what the hell is he talking about? And so we're getting on our phones, we're looking at Fox News, and there's nothing. And the guy that sat next to me looks at me and he says, he heard a recording from almost 20 years ago, and he thinks it's brand new news. It was so funny. We laughed about it all day. Just the look on his face like there was a terrorist attack. And then we're like, it was a recording. And I don't think anybody ever told him. He was supposedly telling everybody in the factory, but I don't think anybody believed him. Okay, I got that out of my system. Um, 
I just want to give everybody a heads up that some things have recently changed. And the podcast may be going back down to a half hour a month. Which which means covering two Ed, Ed and Eddie episodes. Or I, I don't know how long it, it would be for. I really don't. It's just... Um, I think November, December... There's a very real possibility of the uh, podcast being cut back from 45 minutes to an hour back to a half an hour tops. So I, I do want to make that uh, clear from the get-go. I don't want to like throw the wool over anybody's eyes. I believe in being upfront and honest, and that's being upfront and honest. Okay, so we are covering Will Work for Ed... Ed, Ed, and away. I have a blank page in my notes. Can't make this up. X marks the Ed. And from here to Ed. So, let's get this thing going. I'm going to do will work for Ed. Alright, so we're going to open it up in the candy store. There's a jawbreaker sale. The Eds are outside. They're, they want jawbreakers, but they're broke. Kevin, he's got he's, he's eating a jawbreaker. Got one in his hands, and he's got one in his pocket. And Eddie distracts him and switches pants with him. So now Kevin is wearing Eddie's pants, and Eddie's wearing Kevin's pants. Kevin comes back, hits Eddie, and takes his pants back. I forget how he hit him. I think he hit him with a jawbreaker. Well, the Ed see Rolf posting help wanted ads. And Eddie is very quick to volunteer because he wants money so he can get jawbreakers. Rolf says he doesn't want a noodle-armed kid like Eddie. He needs someone that can actually do manual labor. So now he's even quicker to volunteer Ed. And Ed, um, I don't know how to like describe this, but he is sitting, he's sitting down and he's got his shoes on his ears and he's acting like a bird, I think. I'm not sure what he's actually doing there. Well, Rolf comes over, inspects Ed. Gives Ed the job. Says, hey, be at my house in an hour. Now, we're going to go to, I don't know whose house. I think Ed's house. Double D has made Ed a big bowl of oatmeal. Packed him a lunch. And when Ed goes to leave, <laughs> he, he yells, bye, dear. And he gets in a car and starts starting it. And... Eddie starts laughing. Double D is like, oh no, Ed, you're too young to drive. <laughs> so, Ed gets to Rolf's. And he falls down. He's holding his lunchbox. He's laying on Rolf's step. And he just yells, ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Rolf opens the door and says, 
You have applied for the position of nincompoop, yes? Why don't you use the nincompoop entrance? So Ed goes around the side of the house and walks through a fence that already had a hole in it. Rolf says Ed is not dressed properly. So takes him down to takes him down to a tank top and I think he took his pants off. I might be wrong on that. And then he gives Ed some boots. And Ed puts on the boots and then he just starts walking backwards. Like the boots direct where he goes. Double D turns him around, gets him going in the right direction. And he goes into the shed where Rolf is. Well, here is Ed's first job. He must peel the shed full of potatoes. And it is a big shed. And <laughs> Ed takes the potato and he's trying to peel it with his thumbs. And... Rolf calls him a nincompoop again and gets him the peeler. And there's like a little trigger on it and this wire spins. Ed takes it and he's like hitting it into the potato like he's going to like chop it in half. And Rolf yells at him again. And Ed's trying to figure this out. How do you do this? And then he takes it, cuts off a little tiny peel and says, not bad, huh boss? And Rolf screams at him. The waste on this peel could feed a village for an entire week. I've never seen anybody eat the waste from a peel. But I don't think one little peel like 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 that was actually that came off the potato. I don't think that would feed a village for a week. Unless they eat like a small like tiny nibble. A day. Uh, Double D and Eddie come in. And they're talking to Ed. And Ed's like, yep, gotta have all these potatoes peeled before boss gets back or I get fired. Oh, and I, I actually should have mentioned this a, a little while ago, like a couple minutes. Um, because of the work attire, loading the tools, stuff like that. Rolf is deducting pay from Ed, from what Ed's wages are. And that's why Eddie's there. He's like, uh-oh, can't get fired. Double D's there like, let's help Ed. Let's help him be the best worker he can be. So Double D takes a hairpin and makes a peeler from it and perfectly peels a potato. Well... That's going to take forever. So then he makes a machine that peels, washes the potatoes, and then sends them to Eddie, who's holding a tennis racket, and cuts them into french fries. Rolf comes back and sees this, and he loses his mind because he says that they cursed the potato with how they cut it. Well, Eddie's had enough of Rolf. And he starts picketing. Uh, Rolf's a jerk, ain't gonna work. Something like that. But he's not working. Ed is. 
Well, Eddie's picketing, chanting, and then Johnny comes up and he says, We hate broccoli! Uh, Kevin comes up, and he's giving Eddie the business, and Naz comes up, and she gives this whole, like, oh, according to this, paragraph this, subparagraph that, and she's talking about how you have to respect people that are picketing and all this. She's like, babysitter's got to know all this stuff. At this point, Double D meets with Rolf. You see Rolf at one end of a table, Double D at the other, and Ed sitting next to Double D. And they come to some sort of agreement. Double D, Ed, and Rolf all step outside. Rolf gives Double D a jawbreaker and Ed a jawbreaker. Eddie wants one? No. You have to earn yours. So, Ed is promoted from nincompoop to turkey eyes. Who is watching Double D and Eddie work. He says Double D is giving him no problems. He says Eddie is a sad sack. And they're working in chicken coops. And Eddie starts getting chased by a chicken. Rolf and Ed call him a nincompoop. Eddie's getting chased by a chicken, and Ed says something along the lines of, Hey, nincompoop, your pay is deducted because you're a nincompoop. Pretty good, huh, Double D? And that is the end of Will Work for Ed. Okay, Ed, Ed, and away. This was a fairly odd one. Um, so we're just going to kick off the episode with Eddie insulting Kevin's bike. And then, turns out, Eddie has a bike selling scam. Kevin, your bike sucks. Come buy a cooler one from me. So, Kevin sees one that he likes, and he starts doing all of these, like, tricks on it, and it falls apart. And Double D's like, hey, these were just meant to look good. He wasn't supposed to do that stuff. And I forget exactly how it happened, but Double D has a small outburst about their scams never working. And then Ed's like, oh look, a balloon! So the Ed's chase the balloon, and Ed picks up Double D, and then Double D, like Ed and Double D bend down, and Eddie is now on top of Double D. And they have made an Ed Tower. That's what I wrote down, Ed Tower. <laughs> Ed trips, and so all three of them still together flip, and Eddie is running on his hands. And then they run into a tree. Then they, uh, you know, kind of gather themselves, and then they chase a balloon to Rolf's, and they, they run. Boom, right into a cow. And the cow falls on Rolf. And the Eds take off, and Rolf, you see Rolf saying, This is the last time Rolf keeps his uh, house keys in his trouser pockets. <laughs> that has to hurt. A cow laying on you and keys jamming into your leg. So the Eds lose the balloon, they start running in a circle. 
And it's not a very big circle. I mean, they're all still within, like, a step of each other running. And Double D is winded after, like, one lap. And then, I, I don't know if they saw the balloon. I, I looked away for a second. Next thing I know, they're at the playground. And Eddie, or... Was it Eddie or was it Ed? It was either Eddie or Ed, I forget which one. Runs up the slide... And then they fall down, they slide along this tunnel kind of thing. I think it was Eddie did that. And then Ed pokes his head out of a tower and, and hits Eddie. Uh, we see that Eddie and Double D want to catch it. Double D wants to catch it. Eddie wants to catch it to pop it. And as soon as it's within grasp, Ed starts blowing at it. So it blows away. Float, float, little friend. And the Eds are leaving the playground, and then we see Kevin, and he's kind of laughing. Ha, 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 ha. You know, like his plan came together or something. Now we're in Jimmy's backyard on Jimmy's Airlines with Pilot Sarah, Steward Jimmy, and Passenger Johnny, Plank, and a bunch of dolls. Ed and Eddie fight over the balloon. And the chase resumes, and then, I think I missed something here. No, 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 that's coming up, that's coming up, okay. Uh, anyway, the chase resumes, and then the balloon goes high, and Ed throws Double D. Then he throws Naz, and they're like, Naz didn't even make a grab for it. Then he, take, then he grabs Eddie's chain on his pants, pulls it. And his hair starts going like a helicopter blade, and he goes up. And he gets the balloon. And when he gets the balloon, he throws his arms up in triumph, catching his hair on his arm. And he crashes down into Jimmy's backyard, where they're still playing airplane. Sarah is angry, takes the balloon. Her and Jimmy run off to the middle of the cul-de-sac, and they're both trying to pop it. Jimmy's holding it, like, arms straight down, trying to slam his butt down on it to pop it, but it's not doing anything. And then Sarah and Jimmy are squeezing it together, and it's still not popping. And Eddie's running up, so Sarah says, bite it. So they're squeezing it, biting it, and it's still not popping. What is this balloon made of? Like, Kevlar or something? So Eddie gets in a fight with Sarah and Jimmy, wrestling around for the balloon, and then when he finally gets it, it pops. And Eddie is mad. He's like, I wanted to pop it. And then we see Kevin filling up another balloon. <laughs> At the beginning of the episode, Eddie's, Eddie, Eddie called himself Crazy Eddie. And now Kevin's like, Ke uh, Crazy Kevins. <laughs> and that's how we end. Ed, Ed, and away. Okay, X marks the Ed. Um, I forgot what this episode was about from initially watching it when I was younger. And I really think that I should have reached out to Dr. Pimple Popper herself for this episode. Because it deals with a pimple. 
just to kind of get some sort of like idea of what this kind of pimple is if it's like a natural like preteen teenage stress related pimple you know oh well hindsight's 2020 okay so they're fishing in ed's backyard pond eddie is wanting to catch a bunch of fish sell to a fish buyer guy and go buy jawbreakers with the money well there's not exactly fish in the uh in this pond no instead ed catches his freezer experiment that we had how many episodes ago it was like a giant like ham or something with turkey drumstick eyes that thing from like oh i don't know like the third episode yeah it's been hiding out in a pond Uh, Eddie winds up on top of Ed, and Ed puts his head, his finger on top of Eddie's head, and when he takes his hand off, there's a red bump on Eddie's head, and, and Ed's like, I've seen this before, let's rub it, and takes his forearm and rubs Eddie's head back and forth, and Double D checks it out, and he says, oh, hey, you got a pimple. And then Ed says, that's nothing, lifts his shirt up, and he's got, like, connect the dots on his back, it's like, it's, it's a boat. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Ed makes fun of Eddie, gets Johnny to look at him, Johnny makes fun of him too. Then... I have Eddie aggravates pimple and it makes it grow. I forget what he did. I think he was trying to cover it or something. Well, Double D has a solution. He made a special bib, puts foundation on it, and washes it, puts foundation on it, and says, There you go, you can't even, you, you don't even know you have one. And all the kids break into this bathroom. I'm pretty sure it's in Eddie's house. And I got a text message on my phone, made me lose my place. Uh, the kids pay Johnny to see it, and Ed is the only one, like, showing compassion, like, hey, you don't look so good. All the kids are making fun of him, and he runs out screaming, and, like, borderline crying. And all this stress has been making it grow and grow and grow. And Double D snaps. He loses it. He's like, are you guys done? You've been hurting his feelings, making him feel bad. Get out of this house. Maybe not exactly like that. But that was basically the gist. Because he yelled at him. And then he told them all to get out. So, Ed and Double D cover Eddie. They, like, cover him up like he's a little old lady and like, like a jacket with a hood up, you know. And, uh, they're escorting him to Rolf's. Uh, Rolf was there and he said, I've seen this before. Bring him to Rolf's.
So when they're taking him to Rolf's, Sarah rips off the uh, this cover, and all the kids are taking pictures. And then they're taking even more pictures when Sarah removes his cover. They they get to Rolf's. And Rolf, it, there's a picture of him like he's gonna punch the camera. Well. He takes Eddie and sits him in a big bucket of lard to marinate. He tells Double D to massage a squid and Ed to grade a turnip. Then he acts like it's a cooking show. Uh, we'll throw one softened squid in, stir, careful not to bruise the fish entrails. He's like, he pulls it off of these like red hot coals. And he's like, now let that sit for 14 days and 14 nights. Wait, we have to wait. That, that long. He's like, thankfully, Rolf thought ahead and pre-made the stuff. And Ed claps, and it sounds like there's a whole audience there. Rolf takes a towel out of this this barrel. He had this like fish entrails and squids and turnips in. Places it on Eddie's head. Then he kicks the lard barrel, and it shatters. Like, he kicks it, it goes outside, it shatters, then he puts a box on Eddie's head, puts a chicken in there, locks it, says, come back again in 24 hours. Then he sits down, or no, he takes off his pants, sits down, pulls out a pocket knife, and starts whittling away at a tree stump, and he makes a wooden shoe in the course of 24 hours. And Double D and Ed show up. And said, oh, well, let's go check on him. His head is in a tomato. Eddie's head is in a tomato. It's no longer in a box. And lo and behold, the pimple is gone. But also, he shrunk Eddie's head. So the ads chase roll for various reasons. Eddie wants his head back to normal. Double D wants Rolf to tell him how everything works. And Ed wants his head shrunk. And they're chasing Rolf, and that's how we end. X marks the Ed. From here to Ed. This one is very like Looney Tunes ish. Um, we kick off the episode. With Ed's Polar Snow Ride. Double D used a bunch of detergent and it looks like snow. Ed. Or I have, I have Ed as Double D. Double D can't pull sled. All these kids are on the sled. They want to go on the ride. He can't pull it obviously. So Ed comes up and says he wants to be a musher. So he's just pushing the sled. And he Kevin loses his ball. He comes up to get it. And Ed puts his arm around Eddie to turn, and they crash into the sign. And he's like, Kevin did that on purpose. The kids want their money back, and he says no refunds. So he gets beaten up, and the kids take their money back. So Eddie... 
decides it's war against Kevin. And this is very similar to Coyote versus Roadrunner, just in the Ed, Ed, and Eddie universe. You know, the things they can do. Kevin's working on his bike, oiling up the chain, tightening this, loosening that. And Eddie and Double D are hiding in bushes across the street. Ed comes up with a bunch of stuff, and he says it's bric-a-brac from under his bed. And he's also got a turtle on his head. I don't know why. That's never really explained. Um, Eddie decides to take Ed's school lunch from last year, which smells horrible. And Eddie's like, follow me. Leads him to a sewer, says, I know an underground route. They go down, go over, come up, and they go back to the same bush. He's like, we almost got spotted. We just went in a circle, Eddie. That's what Double D tells him. And they move closer. And Ed says, hey, I got an idea. And they make a giant Johnny head. And they walk past him. Hey, Johnny. And they they heads trip over a fence. What a freak. So... Eddie gives Double D the lunch, the uh, the lunch bag, and he he refuses to do anything with it. So Ed and Eddie tickle him, and he somehow moves near Kevin. Kevin's like, "Hey, what's going on, Double D?" But he's not even being a jerk. What you got behind your back? Oh, nothing. And Double D distracts him. Oh, hey, is this this kind of tool? Says, yeah, I just bought it. Tightens the torque, the torque per square. Where'd he go? And Double D had moved around to the other side of him. Lifts the bag up. And he really doesn't want to do it. That the bag explodes all over him. And Kevin's off riding his bike. So they lay down a piece of paper. They put a bunch of syrup on it. All right. We're going to get him this time. Jimmy comes up, riding his tricycle, gets stuck in the syrup. And Ed and Eddie go after him because they, they think it's Kevin. And Ed gets out there, lands, and he has, he has his arms straight out to the sides. And <laughs> Kevin just rides over Ed's arms. Not getting stuck in the trap at all. So Kevin's in his backyard in a hammock. The Eds are on a platform that's shaped like a cloud. They're dressed the same color as the sky and they have cloud wigs on. And they have a giant cannon on the said platform. Ed gets in. He says he's ready to be fired. And... Ed, uh, Double D puts something on Ed's head to protect the turtle. And so he's like, this is to protect the turtle, Ed. Double D does not want to do anything with this. Okay. And... I mean, rightfully so. 
So Eddie goes over there. He's spinning this wheel roll fast, and he pulls his string, and the cannon fires. It backfires, sending the Eds crashing down to a big mess in Kevin's backyard. The Eds look so beat up, scratches, a black eye. Eddie knocks on his door, offers his hand. I give up. You win. And he just wants a handshake. Kevin doesn't know what he's talking about. Calls them all dorks. Slams Eddie's hand in the door. Because I think Johnny walked by. The Eds weren't looking. And that's when he slammed the door. And Eddie pulls his hand out of the door and says, You did that on purpose. I want my money from the beginning of the episode. And that's how we end from here to Ed. And now we got quotes. Alright, so from the first episode covered on this podcast, when I said Ed was acting like a bird, he yells, Polly want a cracker, arf, 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 tweet, tweet, tweet. You can actually find gifs of that. Then uh, there's a small bit between Rolf and Ed. Nincompoop, must I hold your hand? Nope. Went before we got here, boss. <laughs> I thought that was great. In uh, the balloon episode, Double D says it's a pipe dream at best. When you like when you have the outburst about the schemes, he says pipe dream at best. Ed says, "You are not alone, my friend. I dream of pipes too." I don't know what that means. And then when he's blowing the, uh, or no 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 no, this was later after the balloon popped. Uh, he threw it up and he says, "Flow, little friend, float." It just laid there. I was thinking of when he was blowing the balloon, but no, this that one was after he after the balloon popped. Yeah, I was just reading a, a quote and I lost my train of thought. Um, when they're doing the whole fisherman thing, as stands up and he yells, "Who brought the tartar sauce?" And this is what Eddie did before Double D showed up to to put makeup on him. He said uh, he was wearing a wig, and Eddie yells, "Attack the wig!" Ed, you're violating a hairpiece. Wigs scare me, Double D. There was a... I think it was in that same general time frame. Uh, Double D says, See, you can barely notice it, right, Ed? And Ed takes a plunger with his name on the flag on the top of it, like on the handle, puts it down on Eddie's head, and he yells, I claim this planet in the name of Ed. Bringer of bacon. Then, uh, and from here to Ed, the final episode we covered, Ed is running up on this, like, detergent hill where Eddie is standing, goes, slide on the soap, slides down, he comes up, slide on the soap. He does that, like, four or five times. And 
Double D is explaining to Kevin that, like, Eddie just wants to extend an olive branch, no hard feelings for anything for the episode, even though nothing happened to Kevin. And Ed's like, you guys are going to make my turtle cry. And Johnny walks by at the end of the episode inside of the giant Johnny head. Yells, wow, hey guys, I'm inside my own head. And that is it for this one. On the next episode, be covering Boys Will Be Eds, Edder Tales, Gimme Gimme Never Ed, and My Fair Ed. You can find the podcast at epsoftv.podbean.com. Search us on the Stitcher app. Search us on iTunes. Leave us a review and a rating if you would be so kind. Follow me on Twitter at epsoftv. Um, I will definitely be providing updates as to if the show will be cut back to a half hour or not. Um, right now it's just a matter of seeing how things kind of work out right now. I will be providing updates as soon as I know things on the Twitter account. Um, email me, epsoftv at gmail.com. I'm still looking for a co-host. If you're interested in being a guest, uh, that's fine too. Just let me know. Send me a DM on Twitter. Uh, send me an email. We'll get it taken care of. I didn't really promote anything this time like I did on the last couple of podcasts. Um, I just want to say check out helpstevehelp.com. Just give a buck. Yeah. My buddy Steve Simone, he's a comedian. He's got his own podcast, The Good Times Podcast with Steve Simone. He is trying to help families that need help. And so him and some people he knows have started helpstevehelp.com. So all you got to do is give a buck. Just show you care. Show you give a buck. You can show you give two bucks. Just just at least check it out, you know. Um, I don't know if there's been a family update on it. Uh, last I known, it was a woman who had three sickly children who would be need, who might be needing um, operations. I, again, I haven't checked it in a while, so I don't know. But if you go to helpstevehelp.com, it'll give you the story. It'll tell you what's going on, stuff like that. So check us out, epsoftv.podbean.com. Search us on Stitcher, search us on iTunes, follow on Twitter, EPSOFTV, email me, EPSOFTV at gmail.com, and remember, we will be covering Boys Will Be Eds, Edder Tales, Gimme Gimme Never Ed, and My Fair Ed on the next episodes of television. Hey everybody, you're listening to some of the older episodes of the episodes of television podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it.
Um, I do want to let you in on some information as the podcast has changed over the last, I don't know, year and almost two years that I've done this. Um, The podcast is no longer available on Podbean. It is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And I am no longer on Twitter. Um, I deleted the Twitter back in like June, I think. June 2020, I believe. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on to the, um, the information that I give out at the end of the podcast, how much it has changed. And I didn't really want to go through and chop out little tiny pieces of the podcast and repost them when I can just add this. It's so, so much easier. Um, again, no longer on Podbean, no longer on Twitter. Um, on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Uh, if you want to keep listening, thank you so very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Thank you.